conspiracy theories, eh? Wait till you get a load of this. Hello, and welcome to Cracked Sisters Conspiracies, or a podcast that covers conspiracy theories, mysteries, and all over spooky shit. My name is Cassandra. And I'm Jackie. And we are said sisters. It's fucking hot. I'm sorry. It's not just you. <laughs> the air's on. It's hot everywhere. I know. We went to the valley today because we did. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We did an escape room. Oh. And it was 101. No. And then just walking from the car into the very air-conditioned escape room, I almost died. Yeah. I think I've established before that heat is one of, one of my kryptonites. Like you I, did. Which I, is why I just got this fan. I appreciate <laughs> that because it makes me into an unrecognizable person when I am hot and uncomfortable. And it was like a switch flicked and all of a sudden summer was here. Yeah. It's got real hot, real fucking fast. But summer came later than it has in the previous years because it started later we didn't get cold until november last year that's true like the whole seasonal shift was off yeah because it was hot in like may last year Mm -hmm. and yeah just within the last two or three weeks oh my god i blame el nino El Nino. Huh? I watched a video on it and I fell asleep, so I don't know. Wasn't that like 20 years ago? No, it continuously happens and there's forecasted one for next year. Oh, that's like a reoccurring thing. It can be, yeah. There's El Nino and then it's opposite, which is La Nina. Something like that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, that's the cold one. Oh, okay. Now I feel kind of dumb. I don't recognize weather patterns. I was thinking it was like a, a hurricane, which first off, we don't. No, we can cause hurricanes. Sure. But, no. but Everything has a name, but that's usually like Hurricane Maria. So I guess never mind, disregard because I'm stupid. (laughs) So today, Mm -hmm. our topic, we are going to be discussing subliminal messaging. That's right. I forgot. Yes. Do you think that you have ever been influenced by either layered sounds or images and things? Like in movies and TV or just on radio in the, yeah, in the world. I mean, I'm definitely a sucker for packaging. I was going to say, I feel like I'm very susceptible. Like, I would be probably a target audience. Yeah. And if I see something online, normally I fight it, but it does get my attention. But, like, if I'm in a store and I want, let's say, an energy drink, I'll just look at the packaging and then that'll, and then I'll narrow down my choice from there. So, even though it's trash sometimes, but. I like packaging. And it's like whether that's subliminal messaging or just really good marketing and advertising. And then I do notice product placement in movies a lot, which just makes me angry. It makes me almost hate Mm -hmm. it versus like, oh, I kind of want that. Like Coke is like in fucking everything. So if you'll see it in like a Marvel movie or something, I don't know. I'm just pulling an excuse out of my ass, but or an example. But I'll see it and I go, that's so obviously product placement because they have it turned just perfectly. And I'm like, I fucking hate Coke anyway, but now I hate it even more. So that's one of the things that when I'm watching Ted Lasso, Nike is on everything. I'm like, I get that it's like probably a sponsor of the show. Well, I mean, it's a sports show. There you go. (laughs) But I'll be watching and I'm like, there's Nike on everything. Yeah. It makes sense, but there will be in the locker room Nike boxes, Nike on there. Yeah, I don't think they're as slick as they think they are, or I don't even know if they're trying. I feel like they're trying to be, but at least try. I don't know. It bugs me. So generally, like the first thing that I think of when I think of subliminal messaging is playing a record backwards and hearing it. You know, Satan. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm like, I have this memory of that, like what record I couldn't tell you and whether that's like what actually happened. I don't know. But that was like the first thing I thought of when I was initially taking supplemental messaging. Another Insta thought that, that comes to mind. Have you ever seen Fight Club? Yeah. Okay. So are you aware of the scene yes. with Tyler Durden? So for those who haven't seen it, I don't know, spoiler alert, 20 some odd years later. Yeah. In his quest for never ending chaos in the world, he is working in the projector room mm-hmm. in a movie theater and he ends up splicing a frame of a big old dick in a kid's movie. And then it then goes on to play in the theater, running the tape and just a split second flash of a big old willy on the screen. And it's one of those, the kids won't notice mm-hmm. it. And like any adult that's in the audience is like, did I really see what I thought I saw? Yeah, Cause or, it was like a millimeter of a second or something so like that. Fast. Yeah. And so you're like, did I see that? Or am I just having intrusive thoughts? Uh-huh. And like, I got dick on the brain. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good example. Yeah. So that's kind of what subliminal messaging is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a subtle way of putting thoughts into your brain and to kind of influence how you think or feel about certain things. So that's kind of the goal with those who use subliminal messaging. Okay. So there's some historical evidence all the way back to Greek times suggesting that people have been trying to impart subtle but pervasive language in like a download manner Mm -hmm. in order to influence people. So this is going back to at least the 5th century BC where people have been shady since the beginning of time, essentially, which is kind of sad, but people are garbage and that just really supports that. (laughs) But the concept really started to catch on in the mid 20th century. Okay. So back in like the 1940s, people really started to weave messages into radio, movies, TV. So pretty much as soon as they were able to push content out in mass to mm-hmm. a lot of people and get information out there, they started messing around with the idea of like, what if we can influence their decision in one way or the other? So like even cartoons like Looney Tunes like mm-hmm. back in the 40s, they even tried that. So when Looney Tunes and the, I forgot what the alternate was called, but when it came around, that was more towards an adult audience. It wasn't really a kid's thing. Yeah. But there is a particular short with Daffy Duck in it. Mm-hmm. And there was a very quick flash of the words by bonds that flashed on the screen in the middle of this animated short and that would not fly today that's a big no-no you cannot like not for children's no i mean just the whole by bonds in general like in the security world you can't oh i didn't even think of that like like that okay and so that was kind of wartimey ish they were trying to see if they can encourage people to buy war bonds and stuff okay so they tried to weave that in, um, whether it was successful in influencing people to do so wasn't clear, but that was just kind of like, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's dip a toe, so to speak. And so then in the late 50s, that's where it really started to kind of gain more traction. So there was a market researcher named James Vickery. <laughs> I know. It's not spelled the same way, oh. but I immediately thought of him when I saw that. But he had performed what he referred to as his popcorn experiment. So like I said, market researcher and the experiment that he performed was he wanted to flash the words, eat popcorn Mm -hmm. and drink Coca-Cola during movies just for a fraction of a second 
to see if it would influence the audience members and if it would increase the sales. And this is in a movie theater, I assume? In movie theaters, yeah. And if it would increase the sales of both of those products. Okay. So kind of interesting. And so it turns out it was all a bunch of bullshit, though. Oh. So his claims that it worked and that sales increased, completely unfounded. He admitted that he actually faked the study. And so... And that's also not... I wouldn't call that... People are going to go to the... Concession? Concession stand anyway, and they're already going to buy popcorn because it smells delicious. They're already going to buy a drink. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like... I don't want to say blind study, but there's like... It's already biased. It's not... So that, and that's something oh. that we're going to kind of touch upon later. So that's something that someone already planned on doing. Yeah. And so it could have been that by Coca-Cola versus by a soft drink. Mm-hmm. So that might've been okay. where some of that influence was. So maybe influ- trying to kind of weave in that by the specific brand, you know, you're yeah. thirsty kind of thing, but like I said, turns out it was all bullshit. Oh. It, it did nothing for sales, despite what his published research mm-hmm. suggested. And it was that experiment that really started bringing kind of a negative outlook on subliminal messaging and its uses in general. So okay. a lot of people are like, well, either it's completely bullshit or people are going to try to use it maybe for negative things. Like it was just kind of this cloud over the whole concept. I, yeah, I don't really... Not knowing anything about it, other than what you're explaining, I have a negative connotation to well, it. Well, I am of the mindset, be direct. If you want yeah, to I don't like trickery. Yes, and that's what it is. And yeah. it's like, you're trying to persuade people in a shady way. Yeah. I, yeah, it doesn't sit right with it's me. It's very mind-controlly. That I don't like it. It is. It is. And let me be my own person. I don't want to be a Bitch. sheep. Bah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and so, okay, so this was in the in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And so throughout the 60s, 70s, 80s, they had started doing a lot of scientific studies, but they all generally ended up proving that the subliminal messaging efforts didn't have any impact okay. and the concept was kind of discredited overall. Mm-hmm. So it's like they would run similar experiments like try to flash either uh, an audio clip or an image to try to provoke a, a certain response from people. And it just, it was not having the desired effect. Okay, good. Good for us, right? As a species, yes. unless it takes a downhill turn. No. <laughs> so, I mean, by and large, the, it was essentially written off as something useful until probably the the 90s and 2000s where it kept doing research mm-hmm. on the subject over over time because there were still people who had a mission to try to use it for their own benefit, not necessarily for the greater good. So in this additional research, they did start noticing that while it didn't have as profound of an impact on people, there was some connotation like, okay, maybe there is a little correlation. Connotation, correlation, whatever, a C word. But there was some indirect impact on people's perception of things rather than directly influencing their actions. So instead of getting them to buy a specific product, they realized that by weaving in either certain pictures or sounds could influence people's emotional states. Okay. 
So if you're exposed to a positive image or messaging, as an example, they found that people would tend to have a more positive energy and outlook when asked about things after. And the same is true for the inverse. So if you're like shown images or a video of someone in their daily life, and then there would be like a flash of a gray cloud or the word sad, the takeaway was once they were asked questions after the fact, they would have a more negative outlook that makes sense. You know, tainting their answers. So it was more perception and emotional control kind of, so to speak, versus do this, do that. So that was kind of like the, the history and the science behind where it originated. So let's take a look at some examples Perfect. of subliminal messaging. messaging. <laughs> yeah. And so it's something that is still regularly used in advertising even though it doesn't have the same impact that they are trying to get out of yeah. it, they still try to weave things in. So an example that I thought this one was very interesting. So back in the 1970s, this is the days of the BTK killer. Okay. Quick digression. They canceled Mindhunter for real. It's not coming back. Really? Really. It was so great. It was so great. Aww. And in the last season, they were starting to scratch the surface of BTK. I never finished the last <gasps> season because oh, I didn't okay. want it. I was waiting for another one so I could continue binging. Okay. So they had introduced that case and mm-hmm. I wanted to watch it unfold. I mean, there's no end to it, but still. They captured the BTK killer. Did they? Yes, they did. It was some dad. It was someone's dad. Hold on. Really? That while you do that, show was amazing. Dennis Rader. Oh, okay. For some reason, I had in the back of my mind that it they looked like this. <gasps> that is like the spinning image of the guy that they used. Which is probably why they picked it. I know. The <laughs> casting in that show, fantastic. I know. Edward Kemper. Oh, my God. That poor dude in a normal setting after that show. Ty- I would be, I would not trust him whatsoever. Typecast is a serial killer for the rest of his life, but he did such a good job in that role. Oh my God. BTK, by the way, was caught February 25th, 2005. Oh, okay. So that was a long time after because this was in the 70s. Yes. He went on for a very long time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But okay, so this is back in the height of it when he was just getting going. Do you know what BTK stands for? It's bind something kill. Torture kill. Bind torture kill. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's that's a a topic we should do like a a segue topic of just pick a serial killer and mold oh i like that i love serial killers i know it's like it's not our traditional maybe we'll do like a bonus i mean it it could go into the mystery slash spooky shit category and cover a broad range we're expanding if you guys want us to pick a serial killer to like your favorite one yeah give us your submissions and we'll look into it fuck out of it i mean because we did black dahlia i mean we don't know who that was but we investigated that whole Uh case that was fun yeah i mean Relatively speaking, it wasn't wasn't fun for me. I (laughs) Okay, but back to Mm -hmm. BTK. So this was in the 70s and this was in Kansas. So there was a TV station in Wichita and they had gotten like the green light from the police department to weave in subliminal messaging into a report on the BTK killer trying to persuade him to turn himself in. Oh, so it included the phrase very quickly. Now call the chief along with an image of a pair of glasses. 
And so the reason that they used the glasses was it was in relation to one of the victims. Mm-hmm. They had found a pair of glasses on the dresser at the scene of the crime. Okay. And they were hoping that it would make the killer feel remorse and turn himself in. Okay. It was not successful. Yeah, I don't think so. Especially <laughs> considering it, it was what, like 35 years before, <laughs> before that. <laughs> before that amounted to anything so their efforts were were unsuccessful but that is a good that's i would be okay with you trying yeah it's for greater good i agree with that i mean it doesn't getting me to buy a fucking coca-cola right that's annoying no and at least make it a coke zero i was gonna say i don't need that sugar content in my life (laughs) but coke zero i'd be more likely to be persuaded oh okay so this one let's kind of backtrack to my initial comments where i had mentioned like records or if you play them backwards uh-huh. there was it was like um black sabbath or something wasn't it so ozzy osbourne did have some issues mm-hmm. with with that but the one we're going to talk about in particular relates to judas priest okay so this was in 1985 and so the story here um there were two young guys and they had been listening to the judas priest album stained glass and it contained a cover song called better by you better than me okay And so later on, these guys, they were young. They were like, I think, 18 and 20, respectively. They had gone to a park to hang out in a playground because, did you ever do that? Yeah. I I mean, because usually- It just sounds funny nowadays. It does. The amount of places I just went just to hang out, like malls. Yeah. You didn't even fucking shop. You just sat around and were literally loitering or, yeah, or parks or vacant lot. Just driving around. Back when gas was at $1.20 Dude, a Dude, I used to drive around the valley with one of my oh, friends. Yeah. Just for hours. No place to go. Yep. It was usually, a, okay, who has the most gas in their yeah. tank for 20 bucks in their pocket? Or you're driving. Yeah. So we're going to drive back and forth across town yeah make intermittent stops at the park or just driving to the beach or and then not staying and then turning around yes oh my because god the drives are fucking forever <laughs> we would drive out to malibu yeah. i remember doing that with zach and his el camino and then it was always a question of are we gonna make it home whether we have enough gas whether the car is gonna overheat <laughs> i remember we by the skin of our teeth made it to the in and out in more park as smoke is pouring. Well, not oh smoke. my God. But like he was overheating. And so we had to like. It's like two miles away. I know. <laughs> it was so bad. So we were there for like 40 minutes waiting for his car to cool oh down. I'm like, well, I got 10 bucks. You want a burger? <laughs> but we were soaked because we had been gallivanting in the ocean. Anyhow, it was an easier time. Those were good times. It was. But not for these kids. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> They're getting murdered and shit. <laughs> Not that they were murdered, but like oh, Judas Priest. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, I thought we were so about to okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> digressed a bit. But so these kids were hanging out, doing stupid shit as young folk want to do. Mm-hmm. And while at the playground, they both attempted to unalive themselves oh. with a twelve gauge shotgun. Oh my god. One of them was successful. Oh my god! Why would you do that at a fucking park, That's like a playground, right? Because where a child is going to find your fucking at body at eight thirty in the morning oh. when the stay-at-home mom with more kids, oh, no. and she knows what to do with. She's trying to get them out of the house, and they're going to stumble upon oh. the remnants of that. Have you ever come across? An incident like that? Have you seen someone's hamburger meat left yeah. over? Oh my god! A couple times. Uh, More than a couple times. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's gross. I try not to look if I don't have to, but sometimes sure. I literally it's my job to look. Like I have the morbid curiosity, but I feel like if I saw that like for real in real, you kind of disassociate. The most recent one I had was a while ago, and 
fucking this dude, not to like bash on people who commit suicide, but this dude <laughs> did not fucking think anything further than his immediate plan because he had his two fucking kids. It was his weekend. Like you couldn't wait two days, bro. He had his kids. So his fucking seven-year-old and his four-year-old found his body and then didn't know what to do. They told me, yeah, like his brains, I think were out. Which they very much were. Oh. And they ran to a neighbor and the neighbor's the one that was able to call 911. But yeah, so his brains were, all, were like over here and over there. It's so very interesting. One of my my colleagues, um, her husband is a handyman. And mm-hmm. so he usually finds the saddest people in the world that need help. And so one of his clients that he's been doing a lot of work for is this single mom now. Her kids are now in college, but I I don't remember how young they were. I think they were in middle school. But yeah, they found out that their dad had shot himself in the head. And so mom found him Mm. and she freaked the fuck out and didn't know what to do. So she screamed for her two and i'm like oh my god like as she's telling me this story i am just flabbergasted oh my gosh i can oh. guarantee my immediate response would not be hey gracie come help me deal hold your dad with- head back together come help me with this situation oh my gosh it would be like I know. I mean, you never know how you're going to react in a situation that I would keep my shit together. I honestly don't know. I hope I never find out. But I have responded real quick to one call. I actually don't think I responded. I just heard about it. But this guy, A plus for planning. He drove elsewhere to like an area that not a lot of people would find him, his Mm -hmm. car. And he, I believe he shot himself. And he put a note on the window that said i'm really sorry to any responding units and first responders who have to find me like i know this is just as traumatic for you and i'm really sorry but i'm in here by myself i intended to do this it only had one bullet in it like it was very very well thought out wow yeah I'm too much of a chicken shit to do something like violent. Like well, I, that's a male thing. It, it must Very be. seldom do women choose. Yeah, because I'm going to be give me a, a bottle of pills and I and I heard chase it with taking it. pills and then putting a bag over your head is like a pretty peaceful way to go. Because you kind of it's like a euphoric. Please don't kill yourself, but it's like yes. a euphoric right. state, and then you just go to sleep. I mean, that would be ideal. Like I, oh, but I have no intentions of killing myself. Although, I mean, what do you mean? Although, no, <laughs> I can guarantee every single one of you has had that fleeting thought yeah. of like, what would I do? How would I do it? And Just like, how are you going to murder someone? Exactly. So we all we all have these thoughts. <laughs> and they don't come to fruition most of the time. Okay, so Judas Priest guy killed himself. So one of them was successful. The other one was not. He left significant damage. So he fucked himself up. Oh, did he shoot himself? They both shot themselves. Oh, I thought you meant one chickened out. No. Only one of them was successful. Did he shoot himself in the stomach or the chest? No, he shot himself in the face. It missed the important part. So then he had to deal with the aftermath. And it wasn't until three years later, due to complications from all of these self-inflicted wounds, that he ended up passing. So bringing it back to Judas Priest and subliminal <laughs> messaging. Yes. So the families ended up suing CBS Records, okay. which is the label that Judas Priest was under mm-hmm. for a couple of million dollars. And they claimed that the song that they had listened to contained the subliminal message saying, do it, which mm-hmm. urged the listeners to kill themselves. That would be an interesting lawsuit, actually. Right? 
So the suit ended up getting thrown out because okay. that it, it turned out not to be a thing. But in mainstream, yet in hysteria, that all wow. caught on. And it became a thing around the country for a hot minute. Well, actually beyond the country because it impacted Ozzy Osbourne yeah. and like two life crew for the same exact reasons. There were instances of suicide, which mm. they claimed was due to subliminal messaging in records that they had listened to. Okay, that's how it all got started. Like, because I knew I only knew about Ozzy Osbourne. I didn't know how it got started or why it was started, but oh, that makes sense. Yes. So it turned out not to be a founded yes. thing, but that just helped to perpetuate the negative. You it's know, almost like the subliminal message of there being a subliminal message, right? The subliminal message. Oh, oh like Inception. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was the darkest example. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back up. Right? Okay. So you can't really have messaging of this type without it impacting the political sphere. Okay. So in 2000, mm-hmm. during the fight for president between Al Gore, the creator of the internet, and oh, George... He was trying to run for president? He was against George W. Bush. So Gore had accused the Republican campaign managers of using subliminal messages in an attack ad against him. I believe that 100%. Campaigns are dirty. They really are. Oh my gosh. And so like for a fraction of a second in this particular ad, again, it was... Republican against the Democrats uh-huh. against Gore, it flashed the word rats right before the rest of the word bureaucrats appeared on the screen. Okay. And so I ended up finding it online. And I mean, knowing that that's what I was looking for, it is pretty clear that for like half a second, it did only show the rats portion of bureaucrats. Okay. But to be fair, I don't think I would have noticed it if it wasn't something that I was looking for. But okay. if you're the opposing side of the campaign, you're going to be dissecting all of the course, different yeah. ads that are coming from the enemy, so to speak. Bush ended up winning the election, yes, as we all I know. know that. <laughs> and then, you know, 9-11 happened. But yeah. um, maybe it worked a little bit because Gore did not end up becoming president. Okay, so the last example that I'm going to bring up This one was sneaky, but I give it a lot of props for being creative. Okay. So smoking is a big no-no. Smoking cigarettes? Smoking cigarettes. And over the last, what, decade or two, it's not a thing anymore. No. Like, you can't smoke anywhere without... And no one... It's not as, A, socially acceptable. And I feel like people don't want it as much because they have vapes and they don't realize vapes is literally the same thing but right yeah you're still doing harm to yourself yeah. there's still the addictive nicotine in there it's just you're not burning something yeah but see with vapes it doesn't have that same smell i fucking love the smell of a burning cigarette <laughs> but i think it was just because i was conditioned to that smell because of evan probably so I associated it with him yeah i don't like cigarette smell i mean when i catch a whiff of it now like i don't have that same reaction but it's that first initial that makes sense yeah Uh, it it has i have a pavlovian response to it (laughs) starts salivating so glad that he stopped smoking when he did yeah because you know it was super awkward when i was pregnant and he's like hey can you run down while you're out and go oh i remember you telling me that So it was really uncomfortable. And then, yeah, this woman in line gave me shit. She's like, well, what are you doing to your baby? And I'm like, fuck off. Oh, no. (laughs) But it's a non-issue now. But anyway, so smoking, it is not socially acceptable. It's not a thing. And advertising for smoking is 
definitely not a thing anymore because, you know, it causes cancer and kills its client base. Yeah. But that was not going to stop Big Tobacco from trying to to weave in messaging and trying to encourage people to keep buying their products Mm -hmm. to get them hooked until they die. So Formula One racing, they generate Mm -hmm. ad revenue by advertising on the cars that participate in the races. Okay. So you'll see logos and emblems. It's typically very clear what it is that you're looking at. Yeah. But what Marlboro, Marlboro, I know I can't Marlboro, say Marlboro, 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 Marlboro Man. I think you have to like, mum, like Marlboro, 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 Marlboro. Marlboro. Anywho, they were a sponsor for one of the Formula One cars that was in this particular race. Okay. And instead of putting their logo and label on the car, which they wouldn't have been able to do. Here, I have a picture pulled up. You can kind of see what it looks like. They got creative with what they did. And they ended up using a barcode style design. So when you're looking at it straight on, it just looks like lines, but it's designed for when it's going fast. fast. It it looks like the Marlboro image. That's cool. See, that was my reaction. I'm like, that's bad, but it's also super fucking cool. And that was whoever thought of that. Genius. Get a race. That's good. Genius. So yeah, when they're flying around at crazy speed, you're like, man, I can use the smoke right now. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, it was pretty cool, but also pretty awful. But so those are different ways that it's used. So whether it's in political ads, whether it's in marketing campaigns, whether it's thought to be used in media and entertainment, which it was not proven to be Correct. successful, successful. And also it attempts to use it for good to get out to the masses to try to lure in yeah. and, and serial killers. People do <laughs> use it in some some regards. Prior to. Yeah. I have like, oh, like yeah, two yeah, examples. Yeah. Absolutely. There, what you got? So I don't necessarily know if this counts, but I think it does. So grocery stores. Uh-huh. Everything about, I just saw a video on this, which actually is really funny that you mentioned this. So grocery store Everything about them is specifically designed in order to get you to do something. They have the music. It's been proven that if you play louder, kind of annoying music, you'll make more unhealthy purchases versus soft, melodic music. You'll make healthier choices, which would make sense why, like, because it's like Yogi. Whole Foods plays, like, you know, the banjo or fucking something. And then Vaughn's plays hits on the radio. Yeah. I I buy shit at Vaughn's. Yeah. It's like, have you ever been shopping at an Albertsons or Vaughn's at like nine o'clock at night? And they're playing. It's bumping sometimes. I'm like, this is my jam. So I get lost in it and I'm like, yeah, this looks good. Just pulling shit off the shelves. Sneaky. And the shit that they put on end caps just to lure uh, you in. They oh, put yeah. sugary cereals with cartoons at children's eye level and they'll put healthier, more adult promoted stuff at adult level. The grape nuts are so fucking Because who the fuck wants grape nuts? No, you want I, you want your kids to run through the store. I stores. want grape nuts. I want those delicious rocks in my mouth i just wait what the fuck is a great you don't know what a great it's it's like a a barley cereal it's like a hard little nugget of deliciousness (laughs) oh my god but it's essentially like chewing on gravel that is this wow that sounds great i don't know what it is about it but it (laughs) oh it makes me so happy but the flip to that, because I can't fucking reach the box of great nuts three because they presumably put shit no one wants 
very like gravel cereal, very high up. I mean, and I am also smaller than the average bear. I am short, I think. So you'll probably, you are short. So you would probably get like the kid section. I would. Do you know how many times I've had to wrestle a giant family size box of fucking Lucky Charms out of my kids' hands? And then you mentioned end caps. So customers often think that because a food item is on display at the end of the aisle, that the price is reduced. However, end caps drive increased sales, even if the price is the same as usual. I've noticed that just because it's there and they're like highlighting it doesn't mean they're highlighting the sale. It's just highlighting the Uh product itself. They do the buy one, get one free promotion because they know you're a sucker for a good fucking buy one, get one. Yeah. And usually like the prices that they list, the list price versus whatever the sale price is, the sale price is what the true price is. Mm -hmm. Fucking assholes. Supermarkets, obviously they have impulse buys. So at the register, you have all the candy, the gum, the energy drinks, the magazines, they have that stuff because you're just standing there waiting in line anyway. So they're like, you're probably going to buy it because you're bored of shit. And it's and it doubled down when you have kids. Yeah. Because, because you're also standing. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Put the bubble tape on the on the belt. I don't care. Just... Bubba, bubba. <laughs> so no, God. I know. Like this is a thing with my child. I have a rule. We will not buy her fucking hubba bubba bubble tape or whatever anymore. She has to use her own damn money. It's trash anyway. It, it is, tastes like fucking chalk. It is garbage. And it like, it comes apart in your mouth. It's not even like consistently gummy. No, it's, it's, it's literally just shred but for a seven-year-old she loves it so it's either that or fucking kinder eggs yeah she does really like a kinder egg but bargain but do you not remember when we at least i was a child and you're with mom and dad mostly mom Mm -hmm. and you're in the line and you're waiting and you're looking around and those fucking fuck what were they called they were spheres and they were they had candy inside or a mystery oh, inside the yes. mystery balls. Yeah, do not remember going fucking feral over Absolutely. those. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think that you can is, sell them anymore because they're illegal because all the kids were children. Yeah, whatever. That's beside the point. That is our equivalent of Kinder Eggs. Yes, or you know, throughout the I'll be going down the health food aisle or whatever, and then they have the little kids toys on the clips. On the clips. Yeah. Oh, I'm a good sucker for those clips. I've gotten a lot of shit from there. I have so much clips or ping pong balls. I'm like, I'm playing beer pong in a week. I need these. The amount of apologies I owe our parents as my life (laughs) as a parent evolves. I'm not there yet. Because every (laughs) word out of my child's mouth is, I want. I want. I I want. I want. I need. I need. need. The meltdowns. I'm like, we are at the grocery store. We are here for food, not toys. We did that to them. I know. Sorry, mom and dad. I apologize. You're the best. I don't know how you put out the best. (laughs) And then lastly for the grocery store, the layouts. I don't have that one pulled up, but they have, they have the fresh produce first to kind of draw you in. And then you have to, they move around shit so that the checkouts are at the absolute end you have to go through everything for the most part in order to get through the checkouts they don't want you to just grab your uh, your fucking carrots and leave they want you to snake they want you to fucking work for it and then go oh, do i really need this yes i do i and deal I with this. that with milk i'm like milk is like the one <laughs> and it's in the back so they do that i have to traverse the whole the shit that milk 
eggs, the shit that you would normally like, oh, I just need, I just need this. I ran out really quick. It's a staple item. Mm -hmm. They make it not easily except flour. They make it so you have to go through the store. So you're willing to more exposed to buy other shit while you're only there for one fucking gallon of milk. And so whenever I only need one thing, I'm like, I will go out of my way to go to the store before I pick up my kid because I don't want to bring it with me because I'm going to end up with $50 worth of stuff when I only needed a $2 thing of milk. And I was thinking about this the other day because I wanted to make brownies and I didn't have brownie mix. And I'm like, oh, I use cake mix because I've seen that you can make it. But then I'm like, I don't have milk. I don't have eggs. I don't have anything. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy a box of brownie mix. And that is all I fucking need. Did I do that? No. And I thought, man, one day I would be love to be as strong to just like go and get the one item you need and not 25 other items. It's very difficult. The like only time I'm successful acquiring one item is when I'm going in for a handle of alcohol. I mean, I did that today and it came out with 12. <laughs> so <laughs> That's fair. I, okay, you bought one category. <laughs> That's true. Right. You know what? I'll you take that. You stayed in your lane. Do you have anything else on your, on your um, list? Uh, and then I remember something about Slenderman. What? <laughs> but I didn't. I just remembered it now. So I haven't looked into it. So that's about as far as it goes. Alrighty. But otherwise, that's all I have. <laughs> but so it's it's something that we all kind of are aware yeah. of the, the tactic. And it exists. And like I said, for a multitude of reasons is how it's used. But at the end of the day, it, subliminal messaging is not terribly effective. Yeah. Especially when it comes to sales and influencing. Kind of a waste of time. Yeah. So Because if a person wasn't already planning to do the thing or buy a thing, mm-hmm. it's unlikely that they're going to be like, oh, I was watching a movie, something flashed about Coca-Cola, and now I'm going to go out and buy a bunch of soda. Yeah, It's more a marginal influence. Like, man, I'm really thirsty. I need to go to the store or run into 7-Eleven to get something to drink. And I had seen something that had a flash with Lipton iced tea. So yeah. I'm going to get a risk baby yeah. instead of a soda or whatever. I think the only movie that's probably in the history of the world been successful at this, whether it was their intention or not, mm-hmm. is Parent Trap. The Oreos and the fucking peanut butter. Because everyone wants to know what it fucking tastes like. That's true. But that's the only time I've ever thought, I should I should try that after I, seeing something. I wonder if Nabisco was behind that. And is that who makes Oreos? Yes. I thought it was Nestle. 99% I'm not certain at all so we'll go with and, that. And, yeah, and peanut butter whatever big peanut butter company you name it but yeah so at the end of the day it's not as super useful of a tool as people hope to be but there is some influence there. okay so it, and it certainly doesn't stop people from trying and That's like true. I said if nothing else it brings out the creative side of people I'm still blown away by the whole yeah that was that really good barcode ad that was pretty cool but uh yeah so that's that's what I got on subliminal messaging. It was it was interesting to kind of take a peek at that. Okay. Yeah. So what are you thinking for your next topic? I would say if we want to keep on this track, I don't know if we want to divert or kind of keep going. If we were to stay with it, okay. I would say Mandela effect. Oh, yes. That one was one of the options. Mm-hmm. Okay. Otherwise, reincarnation stories. Interesting. Yeah. Which one do you, do you want to hear more about? I mean, honestly, it could go either way. Like we're going to cover both of them at some point. Mandela is top of mind, but reincarnation is interesting. Maybe I'll do reincarnation, make, spice it up a little bit and just kind of divert a little bit. And maybe we'll do we'll yeah, come back, back to or something. Mandela. Yeah, after. let's do that. I like that already. So I think, do you have any idea what episode this will be when it's posted? Yeah, this will 
be because we're we're definitely in the double digits here actually oh yeah i think this is maybe this bit no because i think we just posted 14 so today on the day of recording is july 18th which is a tuesday we release a new episode every tuesday yeah that was biggie smalls okay so let me check that hold on so So we are right now we are up to 17 this will be episode 18 oh okay so we are you know what? We maybe should think of something for our 20th to, Ooh. yeah, maybe something a little more special or outside okay. of the norm. Just kind of keep that in mind. Yeah. And if anyone wants to give us suggestions of yes. what, like something big, different that you want us to cover that you maybe didn't necessarily think fell within our realm, but you still are super passionate about, we would love to hear that. Yeah. It's like, we don't need to stay within the confines of our, our intro. Yes. Yeah. We're liking the idea of kind of branching out and exploring different options. Yeah. So definitely reach out to us on our various social media platforms. The The best bet to get a hold of us is going to be through Instagram, mm-hmm. Crap Sisters Conspiracies. You can shoot us an email, though um, I don't know who uses email outside of like actual business, business people. <laughs> but it's Crap Sisters Conspiracies at gmail.com. We have a Facebook, we have a Twitter, but that's more so just for just to say we have one just for the existence we have a patreon which we've been adding more exclusive content to our videos our videos the behind the scenes all of the unedited stuff i think the the intro level is a dollar a month and we have a couple of different service models there but you get various access to things so that's patreon.com slash crack sisters conspiracies yeah but yeah so we encourage you reaching out we thank everyone who has come along for the ride our our listener base has been increasing so it has yeah super fun to see and yeah we're, we're permeating all of the different that's that's a oh, great that word. word we are expanding across the globe <laughs> but uh yeah so with that stay cracked y'all and have a great day